Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more billion for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indian original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Elle McMahon, and today we'll get to hear the story of how Dave Meeker started bringing technology to you, helping executives and business owners use technology to increase revenue. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Dave Meeker, bringing technology to you. Thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. Thank you for this great opportunity. It's great to see you. We've only seen each other online basically the entire 2020. Uh, How have you been? Great. In fact, it's nice to see a human in real time or IRT. Right. I know. It's been tough, um, but we're almost through it, right? That's right. Uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm very confident about 2021 and all of us coming out of this. And you've worked really, really hard helping people through 2020. That's right. For those that aren't familiar with your company, tell us what you do. In a nutshell, I call it bringing technology to you or bringing tech to you. It's bringing technology to people in remote places or regular places, mainly executives and business owners, so they can increase revenue or get better results. Well, and a lot of times, too, technology can either be the hindrance or kind of that aha moment, right? And that aha moment is exactly what I would get at the end of a lunch. And that's how I got to Hancock Regional Hospital. After nine months of lunches with Steve Long, CEO, he had an aha moment. He says, hey, I'd like a quote on covering the grand opening of the McCordsville Wellness Center. People driving by, they don't know it's even there. Mm-hmm. That was six years ago. And now there's one two miles down from my road that's opening. But it's all about that aha Forget the pitch. You have to provide value. And what do you bring to the client? And how long have you been doing this? Officially six years. I had a, started in 2014. And I have to big a plug in for a business ownership initiative out of the Indy Chamber and the Indiana Small Business Development Corp. They both helped me. But it was a year in development, probably, after I got laid off from my third job in 15 years. So what were you doing before that? Before that, I helped IU Health as a contractor. It was an attempt to hire a nine-month gig that turned into two years, but it was okay. And I, was, I helped them get out of trouble with the government, the State Board of Health for fines and penalties on clinical equipment. And to this day, that process and program I put in place is still working, and there's still a lot of trouble. Oh, that's fantastic. But it was a contract. It Not ended. the trouble part, but right. the helping part. But that's what I do is I close gaps and solve problems. And that problem was they were getting fined by the State Board of Health and the government, which is the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services. That's the called CMS. Anyone that gets paid by the government knows who they are. But they also put out 
inspectors, and the inspectors found equipment that wasn't up to par life support and x-ray or radiology. So I helped provide all those manuals. If they didn't have one, I gave a procedure, mainly, and the rest is history. So TriMedics took over that account eventually, which I used to work for TriMedics, oddly enough, but they're still to this date out of trouble with the government State Board of Health. So you've always been working in technology and figuring out how that can help people. And in front of us Most is the time. a picture of a little boy. How old are you in this picture? I'm six in that year old, but okay. I call that the story of George. And I have a story in my LinkedIn profile. But if you look real closely, it says David, mm-hmm. but never call me David. Call me Dave. But you can obviously tell that's me. So it's a black and white photo. You're obviously in a field, right? right? There's corn stalks here, and you're sitting on a rather large pumpkin. Yes, that's actually a squash, but actually what that is, it defines me as an entrepreneur. Before that, year before that, went door to door selling pumpkins to the lady of the house, Munster, Indiana, and that was the lady of the house. Most women women stayed home. And I'd say, I go around with my little red wagon and a 10-year-old because I couldn't make change. I could do everything else. But I go ahead with a little red bag and say, first week of October, would you like to buy a pumpkin? Oh, no, it'll rot. I said, well, if you put that pumpkin on a piece of wood, it'll prevent the thermodynamic changes from the asphalt or the concrete and won't cause it to rot. Oh, I'll take two. So right away, I, I knew the pitch, the clothes, and repeat business. So what did this six-year-old little boy want to be when he grew up? Well, that little six-year-old boy won a, a statewide prize for having the largest pumpkin in the state of Indiana long before genetics, but I wanted to be a doctor was my first choice. But when I went into Purdue, they said, well, if you don't make med school, you'll be working in a lab the rest of your life. Let's try engineering. So it's called interdisciplinary engineering, a new program. I actually took the freshman courses for five different types of engineering and became a clinical engineer at the end of it. Okay. So I'm actually a biomedical engineer, but pi r squared and March 14th is my favorite day. There you go. Because it's pi day. Pi day. Yeah. I'm pumped. Can you list pi? Can you? 3.141519 and people smarter than I am no longer. <laughs> I know a lot about little things like, yeah. a, like a landing in a plane's a controlled crash. You know, that's enough to get something started with pilot. There you go. Yeah, my dad um, likes to uh, brag that he knows all of, well, he actually doesn't even state it. He just makes you think he does. He knows the elements of the periodic table because he knows a song that was on a record player that his little brother Joey played all the time. That's important. I think I was in my 30s when I learned my dad doesn't even know the whole song. He only just sang enough of it to make me think he knew all the elements of the periodic table. It's mixing acids and and bases (laughs) that gets exciting. Well, you get excited about a lot of things. So how did you go from being a doctor to engineer to helping people discover all these flaws in their business plans to being in business for yourself. Well, I didn't know this at the time, but I was ADHD, squirrel, squirrel. So when a family, one of our teenage daughters had an unfortunate circumstance, we went to family counseling, found out I was ADHD. My youngest daughter, Jennifer, who's now an artist, was ADD, squirrel. And we had this thing called creative. So we're a creative mind, but I'm also the engineer. And that makes people look at me kind of strange and say, what is it that you do? I said, well, I'm a business gap closer. And if you give me a problem, I love challenges. I'll make them go away. So IU Health had two hospitals in Frankfurt and Jay County up in Portland, Indiana, two of them that converted from a non-IU Health to an IU Health. And my first challenge was they said, Dave, you need to figure out what the IU Health standard of care is for clinical equipment. We have an idea. Order it. Get it ready. 
and then day one, make no patient, make sure no patients die or get injured. That's your charge. And so when Dennis Murphy, the CEO of IU Health, walked through Jay County Hospital two days afterwards, he says, and what do you do? I says, I make sure things go well and there aren't any gaps. He said, carry on. And I'm still an active contractor under supply chain operations. But due to COVID, a couple of my projects that were on the board canceled. So I decided I really needed to ramp up my social media business insights. And my unfair advantage are working with executives like Steve Long and Hancock Regional and getting them to understand the importance. And he got off his laptop and onto a desk, onto a, a mobile device. And then he also figured out the importance of using social media to get the right message out. And I am doing a project out in Morristown, getting people to understand there is a kiosk inside a pharmacy that can help people. It's not a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. I'll inhale. Go ahead, Mel. (laughs) Morristown, Copper Kettle Inn. Yes, that's right. And they're they're a Indiana original. They sure are. We're buying local matters. I was just thinking about them yesterday morning because I, one, I miss the atmosphere, right? Like I miss going into restaurants. I miss seeing the people that I know and love. And to be honest, I am overdoing dishes, right? I would love to have someone else do dishes. But you know their environment is just so unique. It's so inviting. It's kind of like stepping back in time. And I love that you can pick a different protein with your meal. It doesn't always have to be chicken. And I hope they can keep that up. So, Lee, we're going to be heading to the Copper Kettle Inn soon. We miss you guys so much. So I w- want to get back on topic about social yes. media. Yes. We actually met at – well, we've met a few times throughout the years. Right. But really, I would say our true connection was through social media dames. Right. And I believe you were the thank, only male. Thank you, Amy Stark. <laughs> yes, and thank you, Faith Amy. for the pictures. Yes. Um, Faith Blackwell, who was our guest last week. That's right. Um, talk about the role social media plays and how you grasped that. And I say that in the nicest way possible because you're not a millennial, right? You're not one of these, this younger generation that just seems to gravitate towards it and it's intuitive yeah, right I'm, away. I'm too old to be on Instagram is what one millennial told me. <laughs> that company's now out of business. Yeah, I would disagree with that. But you seem to have grasped a concept that people your age don't understand. Correct. Why, how, and how do you share that? You may have to answer some of those questions again. The why is I, when I was younger, I used to take things apart that didn't work and try to figure out what worked. What fixed them? Well, when I couldn't find an engineering job, I became a biomed tech. And so for 22 years, I helped repair equipment, all kinds of impossible things. Went to St. Vincent, became a clinical engineer. They called me Blankety Blank Safety Dave because I was too strict on safety. But then I turned them into Safety Dave deputies. They helped me solve problems. And we I tore down silos and built teams. And that's exactly what I do today is I go in an environment and tear down the silos the resistance, whatever it might be, and maybe some nurses that don't want to help me swap out beds. But after we have some chocolate ice cream and talk about ice cream, everything's fine. And they help me swap out the beds in 10 minutes. So I break down those barriers, build teams. I love to help people. But what I really love is like Hancock Regional Hospital there in Greenfield, Indiana. They were on paper. Their old PR person left, new person, Jen Cox. Hi, Jen. She's a great, great person. She helped me or was my contact. And Steve said, we need help. We need help get fighting away. She had some plans. I buffered, ramped it up, came up with some. Steve Long and I actually sat in his boardroom and came up with a hashtag, which I'm holding up, a hashtag that I was given by Julie Lucas in New Palestine. And 
it it's came up with Hancock Health. No one knew Hancock Health. Well, Hancock Regional Hospital and Hendricks were getting confused. Mm. Steve Long says, I want, and this is what I really get into, I want to delineate the brand and make it unique. I'm going to call it Hancock Health. I said, let's make it hashtag Hancock Health. He goes, well, what's a hashtag? I said, well, you know, it's not hashtag two pencil. It's a number two pencil. But when you walk into a library, what makes it so you can find a book? The Dewey Decimal System. What does that do? It indexes the books so you can find them. Hashtags, which you've now seen recently on LinkedIn, which I protected in two, predicted in 2014 at Passport Employment with Earl Hart, and said hashtags are going to delineate content. Now what does Facebook and Instagram do? They make it so you can put your hashtag in there. The question is, which hashtag, how do I use it, and how does that matter to anything? Well, it's called a VCR. Not a video cassette recorder, Mel. Get out of the 80s. It's <laughs> valuable content that's relevant. So I love getting people to understand that it's not about them. It's about their company and what do they bring. And it starts with why. And you use social media to get that message across. That's right. But it has to be something interesting. And my unfair advantage is I uh, started taking pictures at age 12 at YMCA Camp Everhart for years Michigan. Learned a lot about taking pictures. But even with my own iPhone 7 Plus, which is old and decrepit, I just got a 12, but I got to switch it over. Thank you. (laughs) But it's knowing the angle, knowing how to use it. Uh, It's getting, capturing the moment, putting a story behind it, and then something different because curated content, there's nothing more, sorry if I offend someone, there's nothing more boring than curated content. What does that mean? That means you go back a year ago and repurpose the stuff that didn't do so well. You put some different words. It's the same picture. Boring. So you have to have a creative nut. I mean, a creative individual like myself that says, hey, you know what? My daughter's favorite color is neon clear. What's neon clear? It doesn't exist. But I try and make people understand that neon clear is a color. Does that help? My favorite color is blue. My favorite character is goofy. There <laughs> you go. Coming up, the challenges and successes Dave Meeker has had along the way and what he wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Local Matters is brought to you by our parent company, Indiana Originals. If you're not familiar with Indiana Originals, check us out online and on our app, powered by BMW Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. IndianaOriginals.com is a search engine that helps you find local businesses no matter where you are in the state of Indiana. Every business that shows up in the search results is Indiana-owned and operated. It's headquartered here, and it's not part of an out-of-state chain. So we take all the guesswork out of supporting local. Check out our members and learn that it's easy to live a local lifestyle if you know where to look. IndianOriginals.com and get that app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. And if you're searching for food distributors, you're going to find our other show sponsor, McFarling Foods. A huge thank you to them for sponsoring the phone bank at the WIBC Radiothon. We brought in a record $360,100 with a goal of $275,000. Hoosiers, you really stepped up and McFarling Foods is stepping up for you. If you're an independent restaurant, You need to contact McFarling Foods because not only are they your food distributor, but they are your partner. They will help make your business better. And it's all about creating better communities together. Check them out at McFarling.com. We've been chatting with Dave Meeker of Bringing Technology to You, who started his business helping executives and business owners use technology to increase revenue about six years ago. And Dave, what's been the hardest part about being a business owner? 
The hardest part is being accountable to your wife because she retires in nine months and she says to me, you on your own. <laughs> and so I have up on my wall, it's counting down from nine, eight, but it's being accountable and showing because I've had a, several other businesses, a photography business in that back in the 80s. That's how I know Debbie Dryband, who now works at the Indianapolis Zoo. Check out their Christmas thing. It's cool. <laughs> and I just not only do I get off track occasionally, but I'm very driven. So my purpose that I've just gotten myself off track. So ask that question again. <laughs> What's the hardest part about being a business owner? I think most of us would say that same thing. Staying focused, number one, staying consistent. But my best advice to someone who's thinking of, of starting a business is don't. Don't start a business unless you're in it. You know that there's 50, 80 hour weeks. There's a lot of heartbreak. There's a lot of things that don't work. And that for every yes you say, you need to say no four times. Yeah. Learning how to say no is a big part of being a business owner. For that's sure. right. So that, that's why you ask me, do I want to do this? I'm in. When? <laughs> There's a lot. There are a lot of challenges, right? But there's a lot of rewards, too. Well, Let's talk about some of the most rewarding parts about being a business owner. The most rewarding part of the business owner is to be able to spend some time with your youngest daughter who just went through a divorce and was going to lose her business, lose her house. And I, we turned it around. Long story short, I know some people, including a lawyer that's now a judge. You know some people. Yeah. I never would have guessed that based on this interview. A relationship <laughs> connector. That's right. Um yeah, Michael Browning used to be my client from, from Browning Investments a long time ago, back at the Velodrome. But that's a story for another day. The I Velodrome, be, wow. That's right. I haven't heard that The in major televelodrome with, yeah. with the cheetah, Nelson Vales. Anyways, my daughter has a ceramics business, and this E is from Camp Eberhardt, which ties into my volunteer work, but she also does ceramics. And 18 months ago, I told her, look, Jennifer, I don't care what happens, I am going to turn this around and see if I can do this without getting emotional. I said, we will make it work. And she's now figured out Google My Business is where she's at, but it's jennifermeeker.etsy.com to put a plug in for her, but it's Jennifer Meeker Art. And she's helped me. And the videos that I do on social media, some people say, hey, you know those ones with your daughter where she sits there and goes, hey, toilet paper, we got some and you don't. <laughs> We're uh, the best. But it's being creative and helping others is probably the best rewarding. Well, and your daughter's she's extremely talented. I love her work. Absolutely love it. That she has a piece um, that you set your cell phone in, and it's like a speaker. Yes. it's That's the very first piece of hers that I saw. And then I've been privileged to see a lot of her different work. And I think, you know, and you've helped her get in front of new people, and you've helped her get in front of new businesses. And, and that's what you're doing for everybody, right? And when New right. Pal was going to go through a road closure, right? right? You came up with something for them, too. Tell us about that. It's called New Pal Open for Biz. And the sign I have here is a beaten up real estate sign because Needler's, which was one of our, our key points. Thank you, Mike Needler and Julie Needler Anderson, the owners. I just asked them, you want to be part of it? Sure. And it's, the goal was to keep New Pal open for biz the four months while the road was closed. We had 15 sponsors, all 15 stayed in business. And then COVID came along. So now I'm taking it and expanding it to countywide, and we have a featured nonprofit that I can't say that helps all of Hancock County that will be part of it. But that's on Facebook, at Open 4 the number 4, B-I-Z. And yes, that was very rewarding to try and help. It's still a, a challenge to try and manage 30 Facebook pages, but it's very rewarding seeing people that don't know anything about technology, who are baby boomers or younger, and go, what? What's, what's a password? What's, what's two-factor authentication? 
what do you mean someone's sending messages out from my Facebook account or or one of the common people we know calls me, Dave, did you just spend $2,000 in advertising on my Facebook account? I said, no, you've been compromised. We have what's called a, a cyber incident. Not a hack, but someone had gotten in there, charged your credit card two grand. It took me eight hours, which I normally charge $200 an hour, but since I'm for that kind of work, since I'm, she's a women in business person, I gave her a break and we just did some other stuff together. And I have to make sure I don't talk too much with my hands or I hit the microphone. <laughs> it's okay. That's what that was. You're fine. Anyways, so cybersecurity is the other part that I bring to people. And it's very rewarding to get people say, you mean my password are one, two, three, four, five? And I add six and seven to make it strong? No, that's very weak. So I help them understand. Where does your passion for people come from? You love helping people. I don't know how to say this without getting emotional and without getting sued, so I'm just going to say... You can get emotional. I don't know about the suing part, although we do have referrals for that. That's right. And I've got but to get, you can be I, emotional. It's okay. That's right. Um, I had a, what I'll just say, not an optimum childhood, a lot of fault finding. I was also an asthmatic, and in the 60s, the solution to that was to put you in a bubble. And it was just very restricted. So as soon as I could, and I met my wife, I moved out at 18, and lived with my roommate at college, Tom Cooper, during the week in 78, and lived with my wife in the East Wake Court Apartments in Hancock County during the weekend. And we weren't living in sin because we were we were married. So yes, it's, it's the part of where I couldn't be creative and couldn't help others at an early age that I was able to go, hey, you know what, I'm the boss now. But being the boss is not what it's cracked up to be. You still have to be accountable to someone, your wife. But she's not a part of the company. She says, I want you to make this successful, unlike uh, Dave Meeker Freelance Photography, Inc., which you can still find out there somewhere, <laughs> where I was an award-winning events photographer. But I just, again, took a skill, leveraged it, helped people. We had 80 clowns at the Velodrome. I've got a video of that from Channel 8, or I think, that I'm going to put, put on, online, which I got their permission. And what does that show? It shows we had 80 clowns. Wendell Fowler, who's now a uh -huh. regular person, he was doing the, the cooking. So we made a team and we got on TV, but they didn't count it as a, a, a you know, that record that, that what's the, the name of the book of world? Yes. Records. Guinness says, mm -hmm. oh, you're not worthy. 80 clowns isn't enough. I've got the picture. Here's the proof. We're sorry. Denied. There's part of my creative part. that mm -hmm. I used to have a reel-to-reel -reel recorder, and I used to think impressing girls was making these recordings on on, on tape and then taking it and playing at them. And they just went, boring. <laughs> they just didn't realize the creativity. Well, speaking of impressing girls, you met your wife on a blind date. Yes. She was the first non-blonde you ever dated. I could take the Fifth Amendment on that. How has her support throughout the years helped you become a business owner? Um, she saw me through three years of going from making a lot of money at St. Vincent when I was working overtime because patients don't wait. They tend to die sometimes and you don't want that to being cut in money for or go to BSA Life Structures, big architectural firm. Well, after five years, I learned all this stuff, but they had, they went from 350 to 180 people. It's, it is what it is. Pay cut every year. She's very frustrated with that. And now I got a business where I'm making zero, but I'm helping a lot of people my first couple of years. Well, I finally had to say the first of 2019, I can't do this for free anymore. I need revenue. And then 2020 came 
and Channel 6, bless their heart, messmates, uh, just they did a little segment on me. They said, what are you doing during the pandemic? Well, I'm not sitting around watching Netflix. My wife and I have watched one, two, three, five movies over the last nine months. I've been working, helping people. I'm trying to help a, a gal in New Pal's got a spa, uh, which you can find on there. There's another guy that's just barely above poverty with called Ab Trees. He's doing chainsaw cutting, all kinds of good stuff. So I'm still out there helping people, but I have a light at the end of the tunnel, which is revenue. Well, Dave, why does supporting local and being known as an Indiana original matter to you? Because you're not buying from a box store that could care less that's not invested in their community. When you go and deal with people like, uh, I know Needlers isn't an Indiana original, but they're a great example. They're involved with the company. I'm trying to talk Rob Walker with Walker IT and New Pal Hardware that joined Indiana Originals and John Lytell from American Family. Do you know he's the largest insurance agent from AmFam, this side of the Mississippi, and all started in a closet and a hashtag. Yep. But buying local matters because you have, and that open house you had was just incredible. It's like, it was like a, a commune from the 60s where everybody's together. They're not smoking pot. And we kept our clothes on. Yeah, they're not we, drinking <laughs> strange tea and singing Kumbaya by a fireplace, but they were bonding and creating community. And they had these cool little coasters. <laughs> We have the coolest coasters. I can get you some more coasters. They were hot, though. I can get you some 9,000 degrees or something like that. Oh, yeah, in the oven. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. and Pete Brown from Ash Interactive. we got mm-hmm. to plug him. I connected him with my brother, or excuse me, my sister. Oh, I can't even talk. My daughter, she's going to be, uh, and already has one of his videos on there awesome. of walking through her studio. Yeah. I saw you did a behind-the-scenes video that you posted That's on right. social media. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine that. Sometimes it's live or not. That's okay. It's the magic of it, right? That's right. Just don't say the Just one. like we do with TV and radio. That's right. Dave, besides IndianaOriginals.com and our app, where can we find out more about you and how can we support your business? You can go to BringingTechToYou.com, and that's number two and T-E-C-H, BringingTechToYou.com. You can go at BringingTechToYou, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. My Twitter, they are strange, so it's just a Bringing Tech to You with a U, but I don't use Twitter that much. But you... And the cool thing is, any I challenge you, go anywhere in the world on a on a uh, Safari or Google browser, put in hashtag bringing tech to you, and the first seven pages will be my content. Wow. And that that mean when I say international, I mean Syria during a war. I have a buddy of mine check it. So anywhere in the world, check that on your SEO calculator. <laughs> That almost sounded like, uh, check that on your SEO, you know, like a threat in a way. Well, AdWords can be very expensive. (laughs) I know someone that spent $13,000 a month and got zero ROI. Wow. Dave Meeker, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. And thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. You're welcome. And occasionally I do inhale. (laughs) Take a breath. Take a breather. Let me close this out. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Originals and McFarling Foods. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana Original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about why Local Matters at indianaoriginals.com and on our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. Check out our newest venture, indiana.gifts, online as well. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Download the Indiana Originals app 
powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. And check out indianaoriginals.com.